you rubber face tar carton extras it's time to dust off your starter jackets rip off those tearaways and blow into your game cartridges marty t i'm pat sellers i'm shane strafford and i'm sean kelly and we wish it was the 90s welcome back dear listeners to another episode of wish it was the 90s where we watch terrible 90s films so you don't have to uh, we're joined today by a very, very special guest, uh, Shane Chatford, uh, who not only did he request this episode, but he requested enough times that we said we'd only do it if he joined us. And we're here today to talk about Mortal Kombat Annihilation, the 1997 sequel to Mortal Kombat. Um, got a bit to get through, um, so... Uh, before we talk about the film in general, I'd like to go to you, Stratties, and just hear a little bit of your general Mortal Kombat uh, memories. Oh, little little uh, walk down memory lane. Um, I'll probably say the first Mortal Kombat I played was the the very first one on uh, on a Sega, and I think my fondest memory of it is finding out how to do Jax's finishing move. Where he picks them up and smashes them on the ground until they explode. That is my fondest memory of Mortal Kombat. And just fluke that. It was lovely. That's a tough fluke. I mean, my fatalities were all based on those um, those magazines you could buy from Time Zone that had <laughs> yeah. cheat codes in them or whatever. And mine was on the Sega Master System, so it had the D-pad and the two buttons, A and B. Mm. That's what you had. So I think I remember it. You just... You started a couple way, forward, forward, A, B, A, B, A, B, and he just kept doing it until they exploded. Pretty sure ringing a bell. That's good memory from you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and um, we all, we the three of us, um, obviously did an episode on Mortal Kombat 95, um, and like most of the actors from that movie, Sam refused to turn up for the sequel. Um, so I guess before we talk about Annihilation, Fond memories of Mortal Kombat 95? Um, Well, when it came out, I hounded my sister, who was actually of age back then, to take me. I think it was R14 or R16 or something. I think they ran an R13 system in those days. Might have been that. And you were able to go back then with someone who was over that age, if you Mm. were under it. And I remember sitting in the cinema at that time, and it was at the very start when... um, Shang Tsung killed Liu Kang's brother, Kang. We've got to and be really careful because if we talk about that, we're going to end up just talking about that movie again because that's so good. Yeah, and I freaked out, um, started crying, I'm pretty sure, when he went to like that death sort of face as it tends to all fade that out. That grey palette thing that happens? Yeah, whatever he turned into. Um so, yeah, that was not the greatest. My sister was pretty pissed off. She was like, if you do this again, we're out of here. So I was like, no, no problem. I'm good now, as long as that shit doesn't happen again. Excellent, excellent. That's 
that's better than any memory that any of us produced. <laughs> Should have had me on that original one, mate. But yeah, yeah. yeah, that's fair. Maybe we'll do an episode on the actual games. I think I've got Mortal Kombat 1, 2, and 3 that Ooh. we could have a jam on. Ooh. Disclosure, <laughs> real hard. <laughs> got, used, got used to those, uh, those PlayStation controllers and... It's hard to go back. Um, we'll just quickly, I guess, everyone, we'll, we'll start with you, Marty. Um, mem- memories of Annihilation, uh, maybe compared to this viewing? Uh, stark contrast. Um, it, it quite easily, in fact. Uh, I don't think I watched this one at the movies. I'm not even sure if it was available to. I think the first time I watched it might have been a year or so later. Uh, on the old TV2 late-in-the-evening type of movie, maybe even on a weeknight, the old 10 pm Um perhaps on around about getting my first TV in my room. Um, Killing time till uh, Sky One. Sky One. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta put Raw on at 10 p.m. <laughs> um, yeah. Big contrast to this time, but um, yeah, I'll let Paddy share his uh, memories of Annihilation. Uh, first of all, wasn't the original one rated M? Because I was thinking about Stratus getting his sister to take um, some movies, which I did for definitely R16s, but I always thought this was an M, where in the Hoyt's lower hut, they used to just, um, I feel like they ran an M movie pretending they didn't know the rules and they just like to just let you go in similar to like when my parents pretended they didn't know how the licensing system worked for driving and once i got my learners my old man was just like come pick me up from the pub um (laughs) yeah i reckon it was an m but anyway it it might have been an m but i i reckon strategies is right because i don't think i saw mortal kombat 95 at the cinema and i think it's because i wasn't old enough um but we might have just been playing by the rules. Yeah. Because what's an M? Was it weirdly 15 or something? Yeah, it's like M15, but yeah. there's no, like, actual guidelines around that. Yeah, yeah. Because they never used to ID you. Grey area. Yeah, it was a real grey area. Um, but uh, my memories of um, Mortal Kombat Annihilation, I think the... F- what happened when I first saw it was, oh, it would have been 2023, and I had to do a podcast about it, um, <laughs> and it was, yeah, finished it about four hours ago. I don't think I'd seen this before. I, was, I wasn't I was 100% sure if I'd seen this in the past, and watching this, there was nothing rang, rang a bell at all um, from back in the day. Um and I don't know a hell of a lot about the Mortal Kombat lore as well, so I reckon I'm going to be a real passenger on this podcast. <laughs> you didn't remember Sindel saying, too bad, you will die. Oh, what a classic. No, no, and I definitely didn't remember Raiden's weird haircut, which I missed <laughs> like that as well. He just kind of came back with that. Like, was there a reason he got a haircut? He just had a bit of time Immortal. to spare. Yeah, he lost his immortality. Oh, yeah. And he's like, now I can't pull off this ponytail. If this movie had gone on another <laughs> another hour or so, he would have been bald. <laughs> Samson effect. <laughs> I used to be immortal. 
Um, yeah, I, I definitely saw this one at the movies on on the basis of like absolutely loving the uh, the original, and for good or for ill, blind love in the franchise. I thought it was incredible. I think at the time I was a bit miffed about the actor changes and. Um, I definitely didn't like certain things from, not from a quality point of view, more from a personal point of view, but generally speaking, I was like, yeah, Mortal Kombat, let's go. Mm. Mm. What about you, Strace? I agree with that statement there, Sean Kelly. Mm. Um, I remember, I don't think I watched it at the movies, Annihilation. I think I did a Marty T and it came out on VHS or can't actually remember, but yeah, the character changes weren't been sitting well with me i was like is that the real johnny cage no no it's not oh it's not the real sonya blade either but however um it it wowed me back then because of the graphics you know sub-zero making that ice bridge unreal yeah. and then That's him and scorpion breaking it unreal you know um but yeah now looking back on it yeah probably amazing for 97 but yeah a bit of a t- tough watch today mm, it's interesting i so, so i would have been 97 um so this must have come out earlier in the year because it was already available on vhs but for my like, 10th birthday it must be ninth birthday something like that um i did a like a sleepover we'll play mortal kombat 3 all night and then when we get a bit tired we'll watch mortal kombat and mortal kombat annihilation and then you know everyone's sleeping in the lounge situations uh, back then. that would have been sick yeah yeah so who, who were the actor changes it just uh johnny cage and sonia the only actors who return are uh-huh. luke kang and kitana yeah okay right even the ones who play the ninjas different not that it really matters and that ice bridge that uh australia was talking about that was like one of the arenas you could fight in a eh, in the game is that right maybe on the ice bridge i th- i'm gonna i'm gonna i wrote this in my notes the um the underground tube network that is at the oh. center of the earth is not um canon to the game Oh, that was good. Do you reckon that was just because it, this would have been fairly hot off the heels of uh, American Gladiators, wouldn't it? When they always used to be. Oh, in the- oh, yeah. I I'm so glad. Thinking I'm about so- that. Can you? Can we? Can we please keep American Gladiators at the top of mind for Tracy trivia because that's coming up again. Oh, okay. Very good. Um, that network of tubes was uh, had a huge bone to pick with that. Mm. Oh, really? What on like how on earth was that a more viable system than just the existing network of travel options that are available in general life? A, like a whole bunch of digging holes throughout the earth, taking advantage of what was it the internal winds <laughs> to <laughs> go around. No one knows how it works. It was something to do with the heat of the earth or something. And yeah. then the person who explains it's Katana, who's not even yeah. from Earth. They, sh- they shouldn't have tried to explain it. <laughs> only put two people in and you have to stand face-to-face pressing full body. And like, and you're flipping over and over, but you're not. I reckon, yeah. when they, I reckon when they wrote the script and they were like, and Raiden will do one with Sonya, 
they were thinking about creepy Christopher Lambert and Veronica Vaughan. I just want to know how you know where you're going. How do you yeah. know what well, they, get to that, they get to that jump and Katana's right. like, lean left or whatever, and you're like, yeah. what? We'll just we'll slip right in there. Yeah. Yeah, if you miss, are you going to go into that lava? That's pretty obvious. Give it a bit of a lean as you <laughs> jump. You know, you hang a Louie. Pretty straightforward, I thought. <laughs> do, you, do you think Luke Kang was a bit emasculated when he was the one to hold on to her? Mm-hmm. Well, he cuddled in. Yeah, yeah. Take the wheel, love. <laughs> <laughs> the best part is when they like. I I assume to save on like uh, special effects. They're like, you'll be going so fast, you'll feel like you're not moving at all. And then when they are going through it, they're literally just not moving. <laughs> just like a hundred percent stationary, so they can lean. Smile. <laughs> Actually reminded my reminded me of my experiences on the um, Paris metro system. Um, I wonder how many engineers died digging out those tunnels at the Earth's core. Mm. <laughs> Was that when we were about three hours late to go and see, uh, or three minutes late to see Jim Morrison's grave? <laughs> no. Sat on those trains for fucking hours, and we missed it by like minutes. Anyway, yeah, raises another question, but. Interesting that, that like, yeah. Um, right. So we've already sort of started talking about what we like and dislike. Um, I'll, I will say this. I will start with the likes because I feel like there's going to be a few dislikes. With the exception of the horrendous opening scene, which I'd like to come back to in a moment, I thought most of the fight choreography is actually better than the first movie. That's really, really. I have to disagree with you there, but sorry, carry on. Honestly, if you just YouTube just the fights and you go back to the first one and you're thinking only about the fights and not how mint the characters are, like um, Veronica Vaughn's fights are all terrible. She, to her to, to defend her, she was a last-minute um, entry into the film because Cameron Diaz got injured um, training. But, I yeah, I think the actual, like, for lack of a better word, Kung Fu is actually better in this movie. Mm, I I tend to disagree there. Oh, it was I like I was watching it was Power Rangers. Yeah, that, yeah, I mean yeah. that first fight between Raiden and Shao Kahn is very Power Rangers, where they just like punch each other thirty meters mm. and big flips that, through the air. Yeah, <laughs> or the, yeah, the flips and things are real bad. The unnecessary. Yeah, I, I like them. I like them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually with you, Bob. I thought the fight choreography was pretty good. The fight scenes were good. The only problem was the spectators during them. Mm. Like uh, the Ice Bridge fight where, um, what's his name? Is it Luke Kang and I can't remember who he was with at the time. Why are, they, why are they just like, we're just going to let this be one-on-one? And they're like, they sort of go to move at one point and they just stay there and then the Ice Bridge collapses and they're like, oh, now we can't help. It's like, can't you just do a... Can't you just Kung Fu over there and help them? But, and uh, definitely the one at the start, I assume they were filmed inside with limited room because as like the spectators around watching that fight, they pan to them like they're going to run over and it looks like they've just started running and stopped running in front of the camera. Like They had like literally three metres to run before the camera. <laughs> it was probably limited space. I'll give right. you an example. I reckon this is what it looked like. 
It's a, it just a, ran at the camera, listeners. Yeah, yeah just for about three steps and just stop. That's, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, that's fair. All good stuff. Um, anyone else want to share some things they liked? Yep, yep, I'll go. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm keen as, I'm keen as. Um, I quite like uh, Cyrex's fight with Sonya and Jax. Right, that's so in my notes as a real good fight. Yeah. See, like, that's Is that cool the yellow robot? Yeah. It's a yellow robot. And it's yeah, quite yeah. quite a good fight, except the Sonya Blade part, but um, Jax pulls out quite a lot of one-liners in there as well, and I quite enjoyed that. He he was he was the bro of the movie. Jax is mid. Yeah. There yeah. aren't many good performances, and Jax is one of them. Yeah. So mm-hmm. that part was um, is always the part I look forward to when, when they have their fight scene. And you've got, yeah, like the kiss of death from Sonya, like, you can't beat yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, that is mint. That's mint. I quite like that scene. Um, I'm, while we're on that topic, mm. I'm interested in people's thoughts on the cyborgs. Um, they uh, they certainly look like they did in Mortal Kombat 3, to their credit. Yes. Um, they obviously are men in plastic suits, but I was keen for other people's takes on the cyborgs, because we've got Cyrax and we've got Smoke. You know Sector, right? No Sector. No. Which is kind of shitty, mm. but I thought Smoke had the grappling thing that come out of him. It's like they mix Sector and Smoke together. Or did Smoke always have the missile that came out of him? Come on, you're you're the like the guru on this, aren't you? Yeah, but I've never been a big cyborg fan. Ah, I liked them in Mortal Kombat Nine, where you got to see them in their human forms before the Lin uh. Kuei turned them into cyborgs. I don't know if Smoke had it in the early games. He had it in the later one. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know if it, like, because Smoke came out in games before the Cyborgs came into them mm. in those early, early days in Sega. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if the, what is it, the missile he shoots out of his guts? Mm. Well, because so in Smoke's first appearance, which I believe is Mortal Kombat 2, he's a secret character. And he's yeah. a ninja, ninja palette swap. And I'm pretty sure he's just got the same powers as the other ninjas. He doesn't have any of his own. Yeah. And then in Mortal Kombat 3, he's a secret character again. I'm pretty sure. I could be wrong, but I think he is. But instead of being a ninja, he's a secret cyborg character. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I quite liked Cyrex. They did him quite well because he had a bit of a snout. On the uh, mm. on the movie, and I'm pretty sure he was, now. yeah, he was portrayed like that in the games. I'm pretty sure they also had the weird um, cyborg dreads coming out the back, which I was really big yeah. fan of. I was glad they pretty put well. that in. Yep, kind of a little bit predatory. A little yeah, bit. that's fair. <laughs> I um, uh, I especially the yellow one. Um, what was his name? Cyrex. Cyrex. Mm. The guy in that must have been a, a slender man. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, very capable, he's, you know, he's doing all sorts. Well, the man, in, the man in Cyrax is also Scorpion, who's also Noob Cybot, who's also one of the Tarkatan uh, warriors. So that guy did a lot of work. A lot of work. Oh, you mean the actor is the same guy doing all those? Yeah. Is that what you're saying? Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, got a little confusing. That, that's pretty awesome. Mm. Good for him. Well done. <laughs> Great payday. 
Mm. Got one line, I'm, I think. I'm proud of you. <laughs> hey, he was the only cyborg to actually talk in that whole thing. Yeah. Which, oh, he, he, yeah, yeah maybe. Perfectly, I thought. Yeah, and I don't. I know Scorpion had a line, but I don't think that was him when he said, Stuckers! <laughs> um, so yeah things are like I, Jax is good I, I don't know if Robin Shoes a particularly good actor but I do like Liu Kang um, I thought the, the, the lady who replaced Veronica Vaughn as Sonya actually was, did pretty well Yep. Um, Katana is very wooden but okay like oh. you, can pa- you can pass it off as being the, the princess or whatever and trying to be mysterious but She's she's, pretty, she's average, but and then I think that is where the good performances end. It was good to see the uh, the fans come out for Katana, though. Yeah, it was, man. Yes, absolutely. Oh, yeah. yeah. I thought she just had oh, a couple of wonky swords for a bit, and I was like, what are those? And then she did that. I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. Okay, to block the incoming attack. Oh. Mm. Mm. Uh, what did you guys think of the animalities? Animals. <laughs> I loved I loved Nightwolf one because it actually looked like an animal. So uh, the yep. other two horrendous. What 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 Shao Kahn? Please explain. Some some sort of <laughs> there's a name for a three headed mythological dragon, but I don't know what it is. Five, so um, it? Um, so if our nerdiest listeners could let us know on the slacks. <laughs> yeah, nah the the dragon didn't look like a dragon at all. It looked like a stumpy version of a dragon with little little wings. Yeah. What's oh. what's um d- really disappointing about that is um I mean I don't know if at the time those that fight was impressive or not but that would have cost a lot of money and I would way rather have seen that money go into anything else maybe a better costume for Sindel or a better uh, costume for Sub Zero did you actually notice how the mask didn't fit his face properly. Yeah, it was like sitting sideways. Yeah, <laughs> get like kicked you, out of the like pub. Just bought a co- actual costume for Sub Zero, and you know <laughs> yeah. those those never quite fit you properly. <laughs> it's like one of those old guys during COVID who always wore his mask under his nose. <laughs> I can't breathe. He's <laughs> <laughs> got a chin diaper. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Um. Back to Sindel's outfit. I know that it looks a lot like her costume in the game, but why would the Queen of Adenia wear a purple lycra thing that she like that looks worse than what cosplay could come up with? <laughs> yeah, it wasn't very good. At mm. all. Yeah, I mean and Sindel just generally is absolutely maybe the worst performance in the movie. Um, I'd be surprised if she got much work after that. She was good at screaming, though, wasn't she? She really ripped that, that mountain apart. And that is her marquee role, <laughs> screaming. Oh, and the heel whip. Really oh, yeah, yeah, I wasn't that impressed with the hair whip. I yeah. wanted more, more hair. Yeah. yeah. Maybe a hair grab and toss as well. Oh, yeah, that, but how much would that have cost? Yeah, well, I'm, I've got the budget for the film down in the uh, down in the trivia too, so you know we can talk about that. Um, I guess just a couple other things for me that um, that 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 annoyed me or disappointed me was just 
And this is actually, they were guilty of this in the first movie, just the absolute underutilization of the ninjas. Yes. Once like, again. When Sub-Zero turns up, and Luke Kang's like, I killed you, and like, you killed my brother, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, mint. Like, maskless, scarred Sub-Zero is joining the team. And then you never see him again. Yeah. <laughs> and we was Nightwolf at the end fight. Why are they not there? What did you guys think of Dude Bro Night- Nightwolf? <laughs> yeah. I thought it was pretty badass. Yeah. Fresh, fresh off a stint surfing on the Californian coast. <laughs> Whipping around his, uh, his axe, knocking people out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and like he gives Luke Hang, like he was cool, but they're like, you've got to pass three tests. And Luke Hang's like, I don't have time for tests. And I'm like, I also don't agree that these tests are really helpful. <laughs> Yeah. 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 Well, it's oh, it's that they was when he that. said uh you can do it the the long way or the quick way. Got to do don't have time. Got to do it the quick way. So I hope you'd say that and it just knocks him out. It's quite good. Yeah. <laughs> and then it still took ages. Yeah. It did still take ages. How long was the long way going to take? Was he like going to have to go meditate for 5 years up a mountain or something? <laughs> and he had 6 days. Couldn't do it. Um Mm. Mm. So I guess just uh, if I got anything else I wanted to mention generally about the movie, um, I just like there's a lot of characters, right? And that's cool because that's what you want to see. You want to see the characters, but and I know it's hard to flesh out characters in a game and from a game in a movie, but like just to have characters, or you're now just you know, soldiers for Shao Kahn, or you've just got a cameo because of the hell of it. Like, just not really sticking to anything that makes sense, just putting them in there for the hell of it. Um, just seemed, like, disappointing. Um, yeah. And I get it, like... Yeah, and Rain. And, yeah, because he's the one that... He's the one that had that little cameo, said, this will never happen again, get smoked into that fire pit, eh? Mm. We didn't even get to see his mint water powers. Yeah, shit ass. Mm. Um, the only other thing I wanted to mention is, and I don't know how I feel about this, so I'm interested in you guys' thoughts, but it was one of the 90th soundtracks I'd ever heard. Just like <laughs> relentless house techno. Not even just the theme, but just generally speaking, every time there was action, it was just like... Yeah, it was good. You've got to have that high-intensity music when it's Mortal Kombat. I feel, uh, from memory, the new one did that pretty well, I think. The new one played a little bit more into the uh, Asian roots of the game. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I enjoyed the yeah, the 90s house intensity, which is what you you know you expect from a Mortal Kombat movie after it's, you know, absolute banger of a theme song it produced. I bought the uh, the soundtrack to the first Mortal Kombat movie and just put it through its paces for years on end until I realised that Limp Biscuit was the way. <laughs> a lot of rewinding of that cassette tape, I can imagine. Ah, uh, it was CD. Look at cool. I think it cost me like 30 bucks. Not expensive, but mate, if we put some of those tracks on now, I bet you I could still remember them. Did you get it from um, sound or from tower? Yeah, surely Ooh, sound. Might have been tower. Oh, next to what course? Yes, Queensgate Tower. Queensgate. Oh, the one next was it? Where I hadn't moved across the road yet. Mm. Oh, yeah. No, I think it was still in Queensgate. 
Uh, yeah, that's real early. Yeah. yeah. Nice. That's just very close to the entrance to Food Town where I used to buy my uh, trading cards from that little machine. <laughs> yeah. Very good. Your Pokemon ones or your X Men? X Men. Oh, you're into the X Men. And ARL. I think they used to do it. Yeah, yeah. They had the AR, um, the rugby league ones. Where I think we've still got a rubbish bag full of those ARL rugby league cards. Hey, What's it worth? Something? Been have a look. Not mm. in the condition, Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> Enough said about their condition. I think. Um, this is the last thing I wanted to bring up was, and I only realised this when I was. Um, I brought up the cast list because I wanted to double check which ninjas were actually in it, that it was Rain and Ermac. And that's when I discovered that Noob Cybot was in it. And he's obviously the one that runs out of Ermac at the end, I'm assuming. Mm. And um, and when you mm. say the ninjas, you're talking about like the uh, Sub-Zero and... Yeah, the, guy, the guys that look cool but don't do anything. Was there a red one? That yeah, that's Ermac. I don't remember Red One. They're almost going a bit Power Ranger, eh? Like he was real hunched over. Mm. In the in the in the more modern games, they've done a lot to like not make them just exactly the same. They're all got like slightly different costumes, and they've all got really interesting backstories. To be honest, like Ermac's not even a person; he's just a being created of millions of dead souls. It's cool. Hmm. But what I really wanted to bring up was when I was looking at these things, um, and I can't, I we probably should have talked about as well, the fact that Raiden and Shao Kahn are brothers is fucking stupid. Um, <laughs> but also, their father is apparently Shinnok. Yes, I was very confused by that when I watched it again. I was like, who is that? And even I had to look up and see it was Shinnok, but mm. that was strange. Yeah, it just seems like another waste. Like, Shinnok's quite a mint villain in the games, and Ooh. they've just gone with. He's the weird dad. He looks like a villain from, like, Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves or something like that. <laughs> or a poor man's Chuck Norris. <laughs> yep. Um, well, we'll jump into the next section, which is, uh, I mean, I've got a section here for quotes, and, you know, I don't know if there's any good ones, but there's memorable ones. Has anyone got some quotes they wanted to share? Just, just when they scream Mortal Kombat's normally pretty good. I thought Jax's um, dialogue, just playing the overgeneralized black dude in the film, um, his reactions to a lot of things, he was great. Uh, very cliche, but pulled it off pretty well. Yeah. Have you got any up your sleeve? Uh, th that scene where just after Sonya Blade rescues him, and then they're in the middle of the rocky desert thing, and all Jax is trying to do is, like, basically get a what are we up to out of Sonya Blade, and she's like, there's not enough time, but they've still got, like, a good kilometre of walking across, like, a rocky thing where she could have explained it in 10 to 15 seconds, just giving the bro a little bit of a what's up, and he's just ended up throwing his toys and going off walking in a different, trudging off walking in a different direction, um, muttering under his breath, Great stuff. <laughs> yeah, I like it when he um, when he hits the deck after his first first blow from uh, Cyrax, and he's just like, "Any chance we can talk this one out?" <laughs> uh, I've got one when he's taking on Montaro. He's like, "I'll take the dead." 
Yeah, real good. Um, I mean, it's worth saying, I think we've already said it, but it's maybe the worst line in the movie where, and both lines are delivered poorly, where Katana's, Mother, you're alive? You're bad. You will die. <laughs> the heat sends the tone. Very good. Yeah, horrendous. I, despite Shao Kahn being absolutely, like, just like, Shang Tsung in the first one is such a mint villain. And he's yeah. got a million great quotes. He's just phenomenal and Shao Kahn sucks, but he does have some good quotes. I do love at the start where Raiden's like, Khan, you hide behind a human? Why not, Lord Raiden? You've hidden behind them your entire pathetic life. <laughs> Speaking of Khan, when he like it was established that it was his doing with all of this, um, Sonya Blade in front of the group says, if anyone's going to kill Shao Kahn, it's me. To which Raiden says, enough. And really just puts her in her place. And oh, yeah, nah, now we've got an actual plan. <laughs> it's always Liu Kang. It's always Liu Kang. Literally at one point, Katana goes, Liu Kang is our only hope. <laughs> um, yeah, sorry, mate. It's all on you. I do like also in the I mean the opening scene's absolutely awful and um yeah, but at the end when Shao Kahn's delivering his monologue and he's like the earth was created in six days, so too shall it be destroyed, and on the seventh day mankind will rest in peace. Yep. That's that's actually not bad from him from most of his dialogue. It's it's powerful. It's powerful stuff. I would have gone mm. for in pieces. Mm. Would you guys agree that Shao Kahn is Vin Diesel light? Oh, uh, Vin Diesel zero percent. Mm. Maybe one percent. Ooh, <laughs> what? I just mean, the boldness. Well, they both got the same um, tonal range. Oh yeah. He reminded me of that dude that Brad Pitt kills in Troy. Oh yeah. Oh, the big ogre-looking dude, eh? Uh, yeah. yeah, I think he might have ended up being a like short-term WWE wrestler. That guy, Nathan, someone, guy from Troy. Yeah, the dude from Troy. Mm, mm, that's good. Um, the only other thing that I wrote down was what Pat already mentioned when the Elder Gods turn up and the 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 Water One says the fate of the universe will be decided as it should be, and then the Fire Gods like in Mortal Kombat. Yeah, how come Raiden only gets? Three questions. Like, there's, there's yeah. quite a big catastrophe there, and they've limited him, li limited him to quite a short amount of dialogue to which they were only going to respond with extremely vague answers. Yeah, it's probably it's a, a cube for people coming into the, the place, though, so you've got to limit the questions. Apu, when he goes to the OG Quickie Mart in India. Yes. <laughs> and Homer asks all his three questions. <laughs> Is this a real cookie bar? Really? Really? <laughs> Thank you. Come yeah. again. <laughs> uh, Very good. All right. Should we get into a draft? Oh, I haven't written down who draft. I want at all. Jesus. I'm not sure who yeah. I do, but all right. You pulling, Patty? First and last, being you myself. And then we have Bob, 
Then we have Marty. Please, That's it. You always want to be last, or you want you don't want to be first because then you've got to get you know the the real dregs on round two. Um, but I'll make the most of uh, the first pick um, with Jacks. Yeah, um, I just um, I. I, I really got Jax because um, both me and him throughout this movie were really struggling to understand the plot. <laughs> he asked like a few, few times to Sonya, he's like, you're talking about these conversions and stuff? I don't even know what you're talking about. I was like, yeah, I don't know what the fuck's happening either. Um, <laughs> and I, I also missed... <laughs> I looked away and then he came back and he didn't have middle arms. Someone explain that to me? <laughs> He believed in himself. He, he, he believed in himself, and then he his middle arms became arms. Was it because he was inspired by Raiden becoming mortal? Probably. I mean, but one of them, one of them got... broke his arms, so yeah. And then so is... yeah. I mean, let's be honest; they would have been a huge advantage. Mm. Absolutely, like bringing a gun, maybe. Mm. Um, I'm gonna pick. I get to pick second. This is tough. All the characters I want to pick suck. Um, so there's obvious pick. Um, you know, I'm gonna take it. I think I, I don't want to, but you know, you've sometimes you've just got to follow your real instincts here. I'll go with Lou. Here's the chosen one. Oh, boring. I reckon. <laughs> Sorry. Um... <laughs> You'd be quite bad. Lou's running out of time. I'm going to take a little bit of a... I'll, this guy liked to procrastinate a little bit, and he was a bit of a trickster. Um, Nightwolf. Yeah. Yeah, mm. I like Nightwolf. Um, well, for me, I've already talked about him once, but I'm going to go have, have to go with the cyborg, Cyrex. He was just... Probably the second best character, in my opinion, and that whole thing behind Jack's his cameo that he had that fight scene with, I'm perfectly, I think. So you've got the next pick as well, Shreddy's. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah, I'm back to back. Back at number five. Um, the next one, who I remember playing in the game. I can't remember what one she came into, but she was a nightmare to fight, and she had, or. Maybe three cameos through this was Shiva, the lesser of uh, Prince Goro from the first movie. Um, her her dialogue with Montaro was uh, once again horrendous, but so bad that it was good. He's, I did uh, like their rivalry. Yeah, yeah, like, and just how you think? Okay, she was going to fight Liu Kang. Here we go, and then. <laughs> And then she just gets crushed by the cage that Katana was staying in. I was like, "This is that's not fair." She's such a such a big stomping character. on people's her special move. Yeah, that's it's yeah. It was kind of funny seeing that. So yeah, she was the next one for me. It's you, Mahalo. Yeah, I was gonna I was gonna get Shiva. Um, ooh, it's tough because all the ones I was thinking of gone. Uh, 
I think I'll go down the same lines as you, Stratty, around their ability in the game and it related to what she uh, revealed in the movie. You mentioned it earlier, Patty, with the uh, with the fan swords, Katana. Um, if you were able to actually suss out using the fans in the game, her reach was like, yeah, uh, quite underrated um, and obviously uh, not the worst to look at. <laughs> Great pick. Great hope. That's fear. Yes. Okay. Yeah, look. There's a few characters I actually did quite enjoy. Um, but um, I think just the prosthetics, the um, the weird movements, um, the sort of weird noises they made, I'm going to go with Baraka. <laughs> they were terrible. That was that was like almost eighties like makeup. Like they had taken the graphics from Mortal Kombat back in when was it? When did that come out? Ninety one. Yeah. And just gone. Oh, yep. That's what you'll look like. And that's what well, I was. Th- I was thinking about Baraka in particular because the graphics for those games, those are live capture people in costumes, right? The only mm. one that's not is Goro. That's stop motion models. So everyone else is like a person where they just took a photo of like each movement. And so for Baraka, it was obviously a dude with a mask on, and I'm like, he looks better in the '91 game than he does in this movie. <laughs> They should have pixelated him in the movie. (laughs) (laughs) That was horrendous. That was another iconic character of the Mortal Kombat series, and you've come up with that abomination of a costume. Yeah, not good. good. Paddy, you're up. Um, I've got a bit of a toss-up here. I think I'm going to disappoint people by not taking Shao Kahn when because he does the classic elongated forehead thing, kind of looks like when you win solitaire. Um, I'm going to go Sonya Blade for her amazing ability to start and end any fight scene with her hair in the exact same position. (laughs) Even after her mud wrestle. Mm. (laughs) Yeah, with Melina. Yeah, Yeah, just Melina. It's the little wasted wasted character. Oh, good draft. Good draft. A few surprises, not too many. But you know what time it is for, boys? It's time for an ad. Doing my accounts really gets me down. There's nothing worse that brings me down than doing my accounts. That was until I found Accountants Plus. That's excellent. Stratus, you need to ditch zero. And get to Accountants Plus. Accountants Plus sounds like the the place I should be going for all my accounting needs. I'm glad that you cut me off there, Sean. I feel like I was going in a bad direction there. I, was going to, I think I was heading towards it was my cousin's fault. Oh, this is <laughs> we're going to ask Sam hey, to cut this out? Are we going to cut this? Thanks very much, Accountants Plus. Yeah, we'll come. Yeah, well, I don't know what we'll do with that. All right, let's. Uh, you know what time it really is for then? God damn right, it's time for some Tracy trivia. <laughs> Today's Tracy trivia is brought to you by Dick Tracy. 
just a little bit of financial chat for you. (laughs) Mortal Kombat 95, the one that most people actually remember fondly, was made on a budget of $20 million and made $122 million. Now, for, for what it's worth, the average estimate of the actual budget of a film is whatever it costs to make you double for marketing. So if Mortal Kombat 95 made was cost 40 million, then it made 80 million. So that's a, that's a big return from what you've invested. That's great. Annihilation was made on a budget of 30 million. I'm assuming that extra 10 million was for the um, Power Asia's dragon fight. Um, and it made 51 million dollars. So um, that's a loss. That's a flop. And um, leads to um, the next piece of trivia, which is quite interesting. A third Mortal Kombat film was developed called Mortal Kombat Devastation. Christopher Lambert was back as Raiden. Uh, Lyndon Ashby was back as Johnny Cage and was going to be resurrected. Um, they'd cast Adoni Maripus, who I, I, I'm sorry if I've said that wrong, for Quan Chi. Uh, Robin Shu was back as Liu Kang. Um, the original Scorpion was back. Uh, Keith Cook was back as Sub-Zero. And um, Jax from this movie was back. Um, and uh, Talisa Soto, who played Katana, was in talks. And Sandra Hess, who is the replacement for Sonya, was in talks. Um, and they'd actually built the sets and were ready to commence filming uh, before... Um, oh, I want to get this right. It was one of the massive hurricanes that hit the States. Um, was sort of been Frank like... Sandy or one of them ones? I think Katrina? Was that... Uh, it was six, wasn't it? Um, I feel bad for not remembering this or writing it down. It might come up again. But yeah, so it destroyed all the sets and so they just put a pin in it. Um, Lyndon Ashby turned down Johnny Cage because he only had five minutes of screen time. Uh, the creators of Mortal Kombat, Ed Boon and John Tobias, hated the film so much that they considered it the worst experience of their lives working on anything Mortal Kombat related. Um, I just had the wiki up and I realised that I'd that person, Ed Boon, so they were, they were one of the creators. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're the voice of um, Scorpion in this. Yeah, because he so Ed Boon did a lot of the voice acting for the games. Oh, okay. Um, cool. So they yeah kept him on. Um, so Michael Jai White, who came up earlier in a conversation, uh, was supposed to play Jax, but had to pull out because he got the lead role in Spawn. Ah. And then later played Jax in Mortal Kombat Rebirth and Mortal Kombat Legacy, which was, a, I think that was YouTube serials almost. Um, what else is interesting? Cabal and Striker get a mention, but they're not in it. Um, apparently they were in the script, but it got written out. They were going to hang out. They were going to, Katana was going to rescue them from the slave pens or whatever. Um, oh, it was Hurricane Katrina. There it is. I did have my notes. Um, what else? Um, oh, yeah. Um, Veronica Vaughn turned it down so that she could be in I Know What You Did Last Summer. 
there was going to be a end scene or maybe even a post-credit scene where Quan Chi appeared to set the scene for the Gamers On sequel. Um, in the original script, Nightwolf was going to be wearing a Stone Temple Pilots t-shirt and a pair of Oakley sunglasses before they decided to make him not look like a drug dealer. <laughs> That's disappointing. They didn't do that. That would have been great. Yeah. So the actor who played Mataro, Dar- Darren McBee, and the actor who played Jax, who we've talked about a lot, his name is Lynn Red Williams, are both former American gladiators. Hey. Very good. It comes all back. Does it have their gladiator names there, Bob? Uh, I'll, I'll find them out for you, mate. That's that's worth knowing. Please, uh, or something weird like that. Uh, let's see. Leader. <laughs> I was just thinking, Bob, that um, you know, they budget of thirty million and they made fifty-one, but you know, it excludes marketing. Like, it could have been one thing they could have done to um, to turn that into a generous profit. What's that, mate? Employed the services of Countess Plus. <laughs> yes, of course. Not zero. Of course. We got one. Is that a better one? Yeah, that was that one. leave that one in. Yeah, that's a good one. Thank God. <laughs> uh, so, who have I just? So, Darren McBee, uh, who is? Uh, let's see, which one was he? Oh, he was Mataro. His uh, American Gladiator name was Malibu. Oh, <laughs> long blonde hair. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Yeah, I've just re- I've just watched that um, series on them. That guy seemed pretty fucking funny, to be honest. <laughs> he had the name Malibu, and he like they uh, made him be like this, this like surfer guy, but he was a massive unit. He's like, I've never been on a surfboard in my entire life. <laughs> <laughs> and um, and uh, Lynn Red Williams. Why do you reckon they call him Red? Because maybe he's Irish. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> His name was Saber. Saber. Oh yeah. Um, the guy Chris uh, Casamassa, who played Scorpion in the first re- uh, film, turned this down so he could be a stunt double for Batman and Robin. Ooh. Um. Probably got paid more. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably, yeah. Well, it depends how much they spent on those dragons. What's, um, a, better, what's a better movie, this or Batman Robin? It's, uh, no, I he, t- he took the right job, but this is a race to the bottom, isn't it? That's, yeah, shit. You know, like... <laughs> what would I actually... Yeah. Yeah, that was horrendous too, wasn't it? Yeah. Everybody chill. <laughs> <laughs> Well, wow. yeah, I mean, both offer. I, to be fair, Batman and Robin offers a very good uh, comedic experience. Nice mm. mm. to this. see you. <laughs> I laughed watching this. <laughs> That's fair. Um, da- Dana He, who plays Melina, was Katana's stunt double in the first movie. That makes sense. Yeah. It's well played. Um, Oh, this is quite disappointing. Um, oh, I can't, um, I'm not good at pronouncing Asian names, so I'm pretty 
but is it Toy Trang? Is that how you say her name? She was the Yellow Twee. Ranger. What? Toy. Toy Trang, the Yellow Ranger from Power Rangers, got turned oh, down for Jade. Mm. That's a muzz. Um, yeah, that's probably the most interesting ones, I think. Um, oh, here's a good one, actually. If adding up all backflips, front flips, and side flips together, there are a total of 54 flips in the film. <laughs> Great fact. About half of the amount there is in one episode of Power Rangers. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, that'll do. There's a... Yeah, the rest of these are pretty weird and obscure. And, um... That's very good. Oh, no, this is worth knowing. The song playing while Katana and Liu Kang are travelling through the tunnels is titled Anomaly, Calling Your Name, performed by Libra Presence Taylor. Also the song Jim Levenstein strips to an American Pie. Wow. Hmm. Oh, and finally, chosen by WatchMojo.com as the worst film of the 90s. Yeah. There you go. Wow. Uh, any uh, any final thoughts? Uh, I um, think this movie is absolutely aptly named as this movie was an annihilation of every single one of the senses that you have. Um, <laughs> it, was, it was a brutal piece of cinema. Uh, it was a horror return <laughs> as far as expectations uh, and memories from watching in, in the evening. This was a tough, tough watch. <laughs> there were moments of, um, I, I guess, satisfaction with nostalgia. Overall, a rubbish movie. <laughs> Pat, final thoughts from someone who hasn't seen it before? Um, yeah, it wasn't any better watching it for the first time. Um, it was pretty apt description from Marty. It was a horrendous watch, but um, kind of little bits of uh, this is so bad it's good type of stuff. Um, and look, there's some pretty good action in here. You give it, you know, give it some props. Um, obviously, the CGI worked really good, but. Um, where would you rank yeah, this in, in, with the other films that we've watched for this podcast? Um, I'm a, like, with someone that sort of enjoys watching almost anything, I don't think this is. I've probably found this easier to watch than uh, rewatching Dick Tracy at times. <laughs> and I thought I really liked Dick Tracy, but on rewatch, it was it was tough going. Um, it's definitely not as bad as some of the slogs we had through those X-Men episodes. Yeah, that's fair. There's a few contributing factors to that because that was arduous at times. Yeah. yeah. Um, Stratis, final thoughts? Your special request? Mm, um, like the other two, uh, agree 100% in a horrendous movie. Um, yeah. But... There were parts that I did really enjoy, which I've already touched on and won't touch on again. Um, but it was good to talk with some other people who've watched it and have some same thoughts about some really bad acting, some 
really bad CGI or good CGI for 97. Um, but it is what it is. It's part of history now. I know money's a big factor in these things, but I mean, I know it's a completely different movie as well, but the CGI could definitely have been better with more money because, you know, this came out, what, around the same time as Titanic? I know that movie would have had, like, probably a $100 million budget, but that movie just looks real. But that that movie also has Leo and stuff like that. This is $30 with actors that they probably paid at the most a hundred grand or something like it's not a small budget like mm. yeah, someone needs to go and go through the books here <laughs> again the two biggest actors from the first movie don't return right christopher lambert and um oh i can't remember his name the guy who plays shang song oh yeah um you know they were both well-known certainly christopher lambert done what highlander and a mm. few other few other things um i tried to look up mortal Kombat and it came up with a new one the first thing i saw was lewis tan and i got fucked off um all right well a uh, couple options for you guys if you do want to return to this franchise obviously we have to stick to the 90s we could have a bit of a playthrough and talk about that we could watch I don't, there's not many episodes, but there is a one season of a cartoon called Mortal Kombat Defenders of the Realm, um, which I'd be quite happy to dive into if it's available in any kind of media. Um, so we'll ponder that. You know what? If you want us to, let us know, and um, and we'll probably do it. Strategies beat us into submission for this one. So, um, But yeah, all other things, the socials hit us up at... Uh, WIWT90S. We're on Insta. We're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. We're on. Is it called Trend or Trends? We're on there. The new Twitter. Um, Meta's Twitter. To, you know, so we can watch uh, Musk and Zuckerberg fight it out for social media supremacy <laughs> and get them in the ring. Yeah. yeah, I'd like to see their fatalities. <laughs> I want to see them animorph. Surely, that, uh, animal animality. Come on, animality. Uh, I reckon Musk could be a cyborg with the uh, SpaceX rocket coming out of his guts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and if he sometimes it doesn't work because he needs to charge. <laughs> yep. <laughs> And Zuckerberg looks like he'd turn into a rat. <laughs> um, yeah, we're also on TikTok and some other things. But, you know, more importantly, you know, rate and, rate and review, you know. And, you know, the review system is really interesting. You can say whatever the hell you want. Mug us off if you want. That's absolutely fine. Um, but five stars, that's what we care about. And, in fact, if you give us a five stars and you say something, we might even read it out one day if we work out how to access those. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, but uh, until uh, next time dear listeners uh, this is this is the podcast signing out um, we'll probably return to this franchise in a year when we've um, built up some more resilience <laughs> <laughs> up the wires <laughs> <laughs>